This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 17. We're looking at the squads of the 2023 Gold Cup. This is the short version for Martinique's players. Here we go. We're back for part two, and uh, truth be told, it's only a couple of days after uh, part one. In the case of the three teams that made it through the playoffs, we were uh, scrambling a bit to prepare the, the uh, media cast because we only had a couple of days to do so. So we hadn't, uh, when we did part one, looked at the preliminary uh, and final rosters, even though we knew they were out, uh, because we were saving that uh, for this part. Um, and unfortunately, we may have to produce uh, a couple of teams' uh, player podcasts after they finish their first game. So that's true uh, in the case of Martinique. But uh, nevertheless, I think it's a valuable podcast or valuable uh, uh, media cast with information. And uh, Martinique had produced a 35-man preliminary squad. They were allowed to choose up to 60. Uh, but just chose 35 and then reduced that to a 23-man final squad. So uh, here we go. So uh, for those joining us from part one, we continue on uh, to look at the list and see which one of the candidates that we went over made it. And for people joining us for the short version, I'll just kind of give you the context for part one, uh, where we, um, we, we made a list of players based mostly on their participation from the beginning of 2022. And uh, we categorized them according to their likelihood of making the team. So in doing so, we gave some uh, biological, biographical information on the players, particularly their recent uh, participation. And uh, that's what we use to judge whether they look like they were uh, playing enough to be selected for the team or whether they had uh, drifted off the team. So we will be reviewing that when we go through the list, but of course, not giving all of that information uh, again. Okay, let us move on then. And uh, we began by looking at the managers. Uh, so we noted that uh, Mario Bocali uh, was on his way out and uh, Mark Collat uh, on his way in. And uh, unlike... Um, Mexico, the manager was not fired a couple of days before the cup, so Mark Collat will view him as having been uh, selected for the team, selected himself or selected by the FA of Martinique, I suppose. Uh, Moving on to goalkeepers, we had a definite candidate in Yanis Clementia, and uh, he did make the squad. And then we had an interesting kind of battle between newcomers and the old guard. So uh, we noted in the first podcast that uh, Martinez had basically done a couple of recruitment drives and uh, brought in some new players, and that might threaten some of the ones who uh, have been there and played previous Gold Cups. And that seems to be the case here. Um, Emmanuel uh, Bouminion, uh, kind of part of the old guard there, uh, was selected for the squad. Uh, however, um, uh, Gilles Meslien, the starting keeper in the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, not selected, not selected even for the preliminary squad, which is a bit surprising. Uh, we had him as a possible candidate, uh, as well as uh, Bouminion. And uh, we also had one of the newcomers as a possible candidate, the young Theo de Persen. And uh, Theo de Persen 
uh, is selected for the squad. So uh, those are our three goalies. Our possible but unlikely candidate, uh, Yannick Etiel, and our uh, seemingly off the squad, Loic Chauvet. Uh, neither of those selected. Yannick Etiel actually did make the uh, uh, did make the uh, preliminary squad, uh, but Loic Chauvet did not. Okay, so that's the situation for goalkeepers. And uh, moving on to defence, we had three likely candidates for central defender. Uh, however, during part one, we moved two of them up uh, to definite candidates. Uh, and it doesn't matter because all three of them made it anyway. Florent Pulolo, uh, a def he moved him up to definite. He was selected. And uh, Jonathan Rivieres uh, also selected. For the final squad and uh, Jean-Claude Michalet uh, we left him as a likely candidate and he made the squad as well we had two possible candidates uh, one of them Davy Singama uh, did make the final squad and the other Florian Goma did not even make the preliminary squad so um, not really a surprise though they were both at the possible level and we had possible but unlikely Ambrois uh, Phyllis Tet, and uh, he was not selected even for the preliminary squad. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on to left backs, we noted they were pretty rich in defense, so a lot of candidates here. Uh, when we get to the midfield, it's a different story, but we had two likely candidates for left back, and one of them is Andy Marney, and the other was Florian Lapis, and both of them were selected. Um, and also uh, the possible candidate, Jordan Thimon, uh, was also selected for the squad. So um, he, um, you know, possibly some of those players may be shifted uh, from left back to the midfield. Uh, at right back, we also had two likely candidates. And the first one was Patrick Berner. And the second was Ronnie Labon. And both of them uh, made it to the final squad. Uh, we had a possible candidate in veteran Carl Vitulin. And uh, again, it seems to be the kind of younger generation winning out here or the, the new recruits because Carl Vitulin um, not selected for the preliminary squad even. And nor was Romo, uh, Romario uh, Bartholomew. Uh, also not selected for the preliminary squad. We had both of them as possible candidates. Uh, so maybe a bit surprising they didn't even make the preliminary squad there. Um, and moving on to midfielders now. Uh, we had a versatile midfielder, Stéphane Abol, uh, a real regular in the cup um, since 2013, but not selected even for the preliminary squad here. We did have him as seemingly off the squad um, because he hadn't appeared uh, uh, since February 2022. So sad to see uh, Stefan Abol go. Um, for defensive midfielders, actually defensive midfielders, there's still a lot of candidates. It's just after this that it gets really thin. And so they really need these guys, I suppose. Cyril Manduki uh, was selected for the squad and uh, Jonathan Mexique. We had both of them as 
likely candidates, but we actually moved uh, Manduki up to uh, a definite candidate. It doesn't matter. Both of them made it. And even the possible candidate, uh, Thomas Ephestian, uh, selected for the final squad. Um, however, uh, Carlo, uh, Carlo uh, Rabathali, uh, he was a possible but unlikely candidate. Uh, he did not make the squad, but was selected to the preliminary squad. All right, so defensive midfielders. Now we get to the to the thin area of the field. For central midfielders, we only had Christoph Jugong, and he was only at the possible but unlikely level, and uh, he was not selected at all. So no players coded as central midfielders, obviously, um, uh, other players, probably defensive midfielders, will have to uh, fill in there. Uh, right midfielders, though, we had the uh, veteran and captain uh, Daniel Harrell. And he did make the squad. There were no uh, players coded as left midfielder either. So uh, just Daniel Harrell there. And uh, no players coded for left wing or right wing. Shocking, isn't it? Uh, however, we did have a couple of general midfielders, so uh, their position in the midfield not really specified yet. And uh, both of them made it, actually, the likely candidate, Gislaine Arbo, uh, making it to the final squad, and the possible candidate, Evan Salinas, uh, also making it, of course, probably uh, aided by the fact that there are so few midfielders that... Um, that they were selected. Uh, moving on to forwards, uh, actually attacking midfielders. So uh, we only had one, and it was at the possible level. It was Kevin Fortune, and he was selected for the squad. And um, uh, these aren't really secondary strikers, just general strikers. Um, we had three uh, candidates at the uh, possible level, we actually moved one up to the possible level. So uh, the first one, Stevine Baker, uh, did make the uh, final squad. Uh, however, the other two, Mayo Criffar and uh, Gabriel Bilon, uh, just making the preliminary squad, uh, those two. And finally, we move on to forward. So we had Brighton LeBeau as a definite candidate, and indeed he did make the squad. And then we had three possible candidates. Uh, somewhat surprisingly, Mikel Biron uh, was not selected for the squad. So we predicted that uh, they may favour the kind of the newer, um, the newer uh, recruits. Uh, so it looks like Mikel Biron is kind of a victim of that. Um, the two other possible candidates, uh, Enric Ruperne and Carl Fabian, uh, one of the new candidates there, uh, both selected for the squad. Okay. And then uh, possible but unlikely Johnny Marojo or Marojo. Uh, not selected even for the preliminary squad, and nor was Kevin Parsimin. So we had him coded as seemingly off the team, and then this is kind of evidence uh, evidence that he was. 
Okay, and then we'll just uh, finish with a couple of summaries. So first we'll talk about notable uh, non-selection. So these are generally players we had uh, as likely or possible who didn't make the team. Uh, we don't actually have any of those, but we have a few names that uh, surprises us a little bit here. So uh, the starting keeper in the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, Gilles Meslien, and uh, we had him only as a possible candidate, given his recent participation, but still uh, a surprise that he uh, did not even make the preliminary squad or, you know, uh, at least make the Gold Cup uh, as, a, as a backup keeper. Um, also a bit surprising, and these are all kind of uh, veterans that in effect have been replaced by uh, new recruits from France. Uh, right back Carl Vichelin, uh, 60 caps for the national team since 2010, but didn't make it even to the preliminary squad. Uh, Stefan Abol, uh, also since 2010 and with 61 caps. Uh, we had him seemingly off the squad, though, uh, and indeed that seems to be the case, not selected even for the preliminary squad. And to a lesser degree, Kevin Parsonin, uh, he, he wasn't around for the 2022 uh, 2021 Gold Cup, made a bit of a comeback after that, but not convincingly so, and then not selected for the uh, preliminary squad here. And uh, moving on to surprise inclusions, I don't know if you noticed there, but I did a, a, an edit. I usually try to hide the edits, but uh, in this case, um, I uh, recorded the whole last section uh, with my microphone off, and now it's about two hours later and putting together the video, uh, I realized, oh my God, the microphone was off during that part. So I had to kind of uh, put everything back uh, the way it was and uh, re-record. So uh, surprise inclusions though, we really have none uh, for um, Martinique. Uh, part of that was because we, we did, uh, uh, we put it together a bit later that because of the playoff teams, we had to put them together a bit later. So we did have access to the uh, June games there. So we were able to include them in part one and uh and actually a few players did come in at that point anyway we knew about them so uh that means there are no surprise inclusions in other words the players were all at the portable level or higher uh all of the players that were selected uh for new players um again any new players that came in in june uh we saw in those june games so we didn't have any uh, new players making the final squad. We did have uh, seven players making the preliminary squad that we hadn't introduced in part one. One of them had been on our radar because he uh, he was on the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup. That was uh, Thuiler Ursulet. Uh, but uh, the other uh, five players, it was five, not uh, six, the other five players were brand new to us, have never been even on the bench, it seems, for uh, Martinique. Uh, but we won't introduce them because they just made the preliminary squad and perhaps uh, if they come into the picture more in the future, we will do that. 
and also for uh, injury updates, uh, there's nothing to report. Uh, that's uh, blessed news for Guatemala fans, but uh, kind of humorous because I was so close to the end. It was just like uh, about a minute and a half that I did without the microphone. Uh, but anyway, it does give me the chance to say this, which I, I hadn't said. Uh, um, we saw in the... Um, Notable non-selections there, a general pattern of new players being found in uh, in France with French teams, a kind of a, a scrape of citizenships there to find players with that connection to Martinique. And they brought uh, some good players in there, some higher quality players, if truth be told. Uh, but that is at the expense of some veterans for Martinique. So uh, it's going to be interesting, actually, after doing this player podcast or, or media cast, I give Martinique a better chance than uh, than we gave them in the team podcast before we had really analyzed the players. So um, Martinique could be the surprise of the cup, uh, some really good quality players there. And uh, that does bring us to the end of the media cast. And um, uh, I hope you enjoy watching the Gold Cup. Bye-bye.